Hello, everyone. Welcome to WeaverCast. WeaverCast is a weekly podcast providing tips and tricks for Rapid Weaver and web design. I am Joe Workman, an indie Mac and web developer based in San Francisco. Today, this is show number 15, and it is Friday, January 17th. WeaverCast is no longer than 10 minutes, so let's get started. So in today's show, um, we're going to talk about images. Uh, in you know today's web, uh, things were a lot different than it used to be. We used to have static web pages with static widths, and you just threw an image out there, and an image had a standard width and height, and we were good, right? But now these things, these things came up, right? We have all these cool devices that are all different sizes, and not only are all these cool devices that we all love and have in our pockets, um, you know, cool. And they're not only just different sizes, they also have new screen technology, right? So these are retina displays. So we're going to talk about what a retina display is, um, about how we handle images on different sizes, um, how can we make our images look nice on all devices, and, uh, and some tips and tricks on optimizing all of these images that we need on our website. So first off, what is a retina display? Okay. Um, so it's obvious that, you know, a desktop has a different screen size than an iPhone. I think we can all get that, right? But what is a retina display? What What is a retina display and why does that make a difference? Okay. Why would an image that I um, provide on a non-retina display look blurry or not as sharp uh, on a display that is retina, right? So... Retina displays is a great new technology. And essentially what that means is um, there are more pixels on your display. So um, let's take a, a standard iPhone, for example, okay? Let's pretend we had a retina display and a non-retina iPhone 5, like this right here. Even though the screen dimensions would be identical for a retina and non-retina display, the retina display has four times the number of pixels because it has double the amount of pixels wide and double the amount of pixels height. So effectively for every one pixel on a non-retina display, we have four pixels, okay? Now, uh, the makers of all these devices have done some great technology that allows um, basically to display non-retina uh, images and content on a retina device. And the way it does that is it upscales everything. So it takes one pixel um, that would have been shown for a non-retina and displays that over four pixels on a retina device. So what that means is, is it's basically making the image bigger. Physically, it looks like it's the same size, but since there are more pixels, it's scaling the image up. So... What we're gonna, we're gonna review today is how to actually uh, overcome that. How can we make uh, our images look sharp on both retina and non-retina displays? And then we're gonna show you some tricks on how to um, make images you know, download faster uh, so your web pages are, are snappy and zippy. And uh, finally, we're gonna go over um, you know, how to make them responsive. So let's dive into it. So the first thing that we're gonna show you right now is the simplest thing, which is basically taking an image and scaling it down so that it looks good on both desktop and mobile devices. 
Now in this instance, uh, I'm using a theme from Elixir Graphics named Ruby. It's a great theme and it has the built-in feature that it will automatically scale down images for you. Now this feature is built into many themes, but it is a theme specific feature. So if you know that you have a, a responsive theme that actually supports this, let's go ahead and show you how to do that. So this couldn't be easier to do. All I did is added an out of the box image stack to my page and added an image within it. And that's really all you need to do. Preview your site and you'll notice that you have a beautiful image and the theme takes care of actually resizing that image for you. Now a little side note about stacks images. Any image that you add within Stacks, you can double click and enter an image editor. Now I want to note that all of these layout settings that you're seeing here will actually modify the image directly. So these max width, max height settings that you see here, that means if you add an image that is larger than 800 pixels by default into Stacks, Stacks will automatically scale that image down to 800 pixels. So if you are adding an image that is larger than 800 pixels by 800 pixels, you're gonna to wanna to make sure that you go ahead and uncheck these settings within Stacks. And then below we have borders and shadows. Now again, these are not adding borders and shadows via CSS. If you use these image settings, they will actually add a border to your image, modify the image, and upload the modified image to your site. So what if we were to be able to provide a smaller resolution image that is downloaded on mobile devices and then the larger image will be used when a user visits from a desktop device? That would really be a great solution. So on, if a user visits our website via a mobile device, a lower resolution image will be used. And then if that same user goes to a desktop device, the higher resolution image will be used. This is really the best of both worlds because um, you're getting a, your users are getting a much more responsive experience on their mobile device. They're getting the same image and same quality because the image is being scaled down. They don't need a thousand pixel image, right? But they're, the website experience is better for them because a 200 pixel or 300 pixel image is going to download a lot faster on the slower mobile bandwidth. So in my sample project, I've replaced the normal image stack with my fluid image stack. What's really special with this stack is it will auto-generate a thumbnail for you. So if we look at the browser experience, it actually looks exactly like we saw before. We have our large-scaled image on our desktop. And then if we look at the mobile device, we have a the same scaled-down image. However, if we look a little bit closer, we'll notice a big difference here. So here I have the Safari Dev Inspector. And right now I have the image highlighted on the mobile browser. And we'll notice that the actual natural size of this image is 500 pixels by 312 pixels. That's a lot smaller than the actual uh, image that I dragged in, which was over a thousand pixels wide. So here I am looking at the actual published files uh, for this web page, And we'll see that the full image resolution uh, for the image that is displayed on the desktop is 1280 pixels by 800 and the size of the image is 74k. If we look at the thumbnail though, 
Um, it has been scaled down to 500 pixels by 312 pixels, so it's scaled down proportionally, but the size is only 12K. Now in this particular instance, we've saved 85% bandwidth utilization for one image. Now imagine doing that across all of your images on your web page. Now earlier I talked about how retina displays um, take up four times the amount of pixels, twice the width and twice the height. So essentially, all we would need to do to make fluid image support retina uh, devices is to add an image into it that is twice the size of the actual size that we'd like the image to be displayed in. And then fluid image will dynamically resize that image down to the actual max width that you define within the stack settings. This way, the image will look beautiful on both retina and non-retina devices. Now the next point I'd like to make is actually optimizing images uh, before you even add them into your Rapid Weaver project. A lot of times we'll find an image on the web or we'll maybe create an image in Photoshop and we'll export it. And really uh, that image is quite large. Um, so A, make sure that it's the correct pixel dimensions first. So resize it down. Don't add a 10,000 pixel or five megapixel image into your RapidWeaver project. Scale that image down to the actual size that would be required um, to be displayed on your website. And another great, amazing tool um, that I can't recommend more is a great tool called Image Optum. And it has amazing image compression algorithms um, to really take this same, your same exact image and compress it down with zero noticeable difference. So everyone, thanks for joining today. Uh, I hope you really enjoyed it. I hope you learned how um, a little bit on how to manage images uh, within your websites and your Rapweaver projects. Um, and how to how really important it is to optimize your images uh, for the best website performance. Uh, with just a few small tweaks in your workflow, uh, you can really get a much better uh, looking and faster website um, with some tips that we reviewed here. So if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, uh, please feel free to contact me on Twitter and app.net. I'm at Joe Workman. Um, you can always reach me uh, with uh, email uh, at support at joeworkman.net. And um, I appreciate if you have a look at some of my products. Uh, go to joeworkman.net and uh, look at some of the great RapWeaver add-ons and Mac apps that we have and um, continue supporting uh, this podcast. So thank you very much, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful day and uh, thanks for attending. Bye.